0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio.
1: Summer is my favourite season. It's a time when everything feels a bit more relaxed, the days are longer, the neighbours are coming out of their houses, we're chatting over the fence, they're swimming, ice blocks and of course the end of year holidays. But summer also comes with its own set of health issues. There may be less flu but there are more mosquitoes, less colds, but perhaps more sunburn. With this in mind, we've put together a Kids Health summer series with Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. Today we're talking about food poisoning. Hi Sarah, how are you? I'm well. So summer is a time of barbecues, picnics in the sun, all that kind of stuff. How can we make sure that the food is going to be safe to eat if we're
0: going to go out and have a picnic in the middle of the day? Absolutely. I love picnics. I think they're absolutely brilliant. But, you know, I must admit, I don't tend to pack the oysters <laughs> if I'm going on a picnic. <laughs> good, good call. My kids wouldn't <laughs> eat them anyway, but good call. <laughs> um, and you know what? Thinking about Christmas... What do we do at Christmas? I don't know about in your family, but last year it was decided that we would have the seafood bonanza. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. we normally do it New Year's Day. Yes. But yeah, there's always seafood at some point. Absolutely. And so it's about thinking, you know what, if we're going to buy it a week and a half beforehand, you know, freezing it, all that kind of stuff, a really good thing to do is before you go, if you are buying the seafood, have a chat to your fishmonger. Say, okay, then how fresh is this? How long have I got? Where should I be storing this? And they will be able to help you with that. Now, uh, one of our um, employees at CPR Kids had a lovely seafood bonanza on a Christmas Day and the oysters were brought out at lunchtime. They were sitting around, they were absolutely delicious, and then they got put back into the fridge and then brought out again at dinner time after being sitting on the table in the hot sun for a little while. And the host didn't realize that she thought that because she was putting them back in the fridge and chilling them down again, that that would be okay. But we need to be aware of what we're doing with the food. That once it has been sitting out, there's that beautiful opportunity for it to warm up and have a plethora of bacteria growing in there. And of course, there are some foods that are more um, prone to be doing that than others, like your seafood like all that sort of thing. And so a really good resource is that if you go onto the interwebs to the New South Wales um, Food Authority or whatever state that you're in, each state has got you know this website and it's got some fantastic resources about what temperature you should be keeping different types of foods at, how long to keep them and how long they can be sitting out on the bench at Nana's house for. Because there's always that time, and I don't know
1: if other people have this uh concern with their partners. But there is always a point where my husband and I have this discussion about how old the chicken is and whether you should eat it or not. <laughs> and I have, um, one hand, cook, some people we talk to a lot, and they always used to say, if in doubt, chuck it out. And I think there was one time when he had a some kind of pizza that had been, and we both got so ill. I'm like, dude... I am not trusting you again with this food. Is that a philosophy you would adhere to as well, if in doubt, chuck it out? Absolutely. It's not worth it, is
0: it? No, no. Considering the downtime when you've got kids to look after and all the rest of it, if in doubt, chuck it out. And there are a lot of things, you know, certainly there are best before dates and used by dates, things like the milk, sniff it, have a smell. You know, obviously if it smells wrong, don't drink it. Don't eat it. Don't drink it. But, you know, and the same thing, if something's been cooked, the leftovers are in there, you're not sure, oh, was that three days? Was that five days? My goodness, is it really Saturday and I cooked that last Tuesday? If in doubt, chuck it out.
1: Yeah. Now, chicken's a tricky one, right? Because we might get a barbecue chicken and then we have chicken sandwiches for the next week or it depends how big the chicken was. Mm-hmm. Um Is there any hard and fast rule with chicken? Because it's also one of those things that we tend to take on picnics, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if it's actually, it depends on the way it's being cooked. It depends on, you know, what it's with, if it's raw, what's happening with it. So a really good thing to do would be to jump on the Food Authority website. It's got all of those little bits and pieces on there for you to have a look at. I'm so going there.
1: (laughs) Next next argument, Next (laughs) argument with the husband, I'm like, right, excuse me while I Google this. Um, What about, I mean, food poisoning, is it? How's it? Is it always ingested? Can you get something on your hands and then put the? If the child puts their hands
0: in the mouth, can they get food poisoning that way? So what it is, it's that you actually need to ingest the organism. So whether it's the salmonella or something like that, you actually, it does need to be ingested. So certainly if they're going and, you know, rubbing the raw chicken that's been left out on the bench and then licking their fingers. Oh, my if God, that's so disgusting. If they're, if they're ingesting But children it. do that. Oh, yeah. They do disgusting Oops. things. Of course they do. They eat their own snot. <laughs> <laughs> you, rest, you can rest your case right there. Yeah, no, well, yeah right. <laughs> and you know what? So... You won't know whether it's food poisoning or whether it's a viral gastro. It doesn't matter. You don't need to diagnose what's going on. What you need to remember is vomiting, diarrhea. What we want to avoid is dehydration. So if you can't get more fluids in than what's coming out of them, if they're floppy, lethargic, pale, you're worried about them. They're not their normal selves. They're looking dehydrated. Off to the doctor's. And now this is
1: purely for the adults who um, <clears throat> might be in a situation like my family recently where everyone seemed to come down after a family meal, everyone seemed to come down with this illness and we were looking at each other going, is it gastro? Is it food poisoning? Because if it's food poisoning and they're sick and I'm not sick, then I should be okay. But if it's gastro, then it's only a matter of time. Is there a window of, um, like we used, we thought if you don't get If you don't get food poisoning in 24 hours, you're not going to get it. Is that true or is that a myth?
0: It depends on the organism. So wonderful. <laughs> sorry. That's <laughs> okay. That's all right. It's not your yep, fault. Yep. Yep. So it actually does depend on the organism as to as to what it is. And you know, thinking about things where there's been a recent norovirus outbreak in New South Wales, so this is a viral gastroenteritis. And certainly we know that you tend to start showing symptoms around up to around the forty-eight hour mark. But It hit the CPR kids' office about half a day after that. So while we're all cheering, going, yeah, we escaped it, no, we didn't. No. So there's other things that, you know, can certainly impact on that too.
1: Ah, What joy. What joy. Okay, well, the main thing is with food poisoning is this summer, just be careful if in doubt. Check your state's Food Authority website. Just be careful because it's really not worth it. That's right. Put stuff back in the fridge.
0: And don't, don't keep up.
1: taking it out no. if it's oysters. That's oh, right. Oh, my goodness. Sarah, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure. That's Sarah Hunstead from CPR Kids. This has been part of our Kids Health Summer Series. So if you'd like to hear more of those interviews, we're covering everything from sunburn to water safety to things that bite and sting. Just head to our website. It's kindling.com.au and click on Kindling Conversation.